I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey everyone, it's the Mage and Page Act podcast. It's the second episode of the second series, and we're joined by Jamie Webster. Jamie, thanks very much. That's no, nice one for having me. For dragging yourself in. There was, there was a moment in the week when you were like, Right, Paul, yeah, I'm bang up for this, but do us a favour, just remind me the night before. It yeah. got to half ten last night and I was like, oh shit, I've not reminded yeah. him. Could be anywhere. No, no, do you know what? I seen it, like, I was in bed last night and I looked and I seen your name flash up and I was like, yeah. I'm <laughs> right and, uh, no, I knew anyway, I knew anyway, to be honest. So I just seen it and I was just double seeing the time pop up and I was like, right, child. Get to bed now, and I'll, uh, I'll be there in the morning. See, there's, there's inconsistencies in the story already. Know, you started off in bed, and now you're saying you were getting in bed. It's all right, mate. I'm no, I was getting in bed tomorrow. last night yeah, when yeah. I read you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, I read yeah. your yeah, message, yeah, yeah. and then I got up this morning. Listen, you're here. And replied to you. And he's not at all angry that you promised him donuts and there isn't any. I know, I didn't like that. I was so focused on making sure you knew the not time. Not even a jam tart or nothing. Like. Adam Rowe got donuts. By the way, I didn't eat them, but that's only because he had braces. That was just accidental. I just happened to have donuts in that time. It wasn't specially for him. He's not special. I I know, Adam. No, I'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) We did that to torture him because he's got braces at the minute so he can't (laughs) eat them. So we just did it to waft it under his nose. He's a good lad, Adam. No, isn't he? He's funny as well. You've seen him do a show. I've seen him. Do you know what? I actually met him on the 18A years ago, which is a bus that goes to buy ours. And um, he was... He was talking about this show that he never got on called Show Me The Funny. It was years ago. It was basically all these comedians. And it was some of it was set in Liverpool where they'd have to go to different cities and try and find out the humour and all that. And he was he was actually talking to his mate about a gag that he was going to do about this Show Me The Funny because none of them were funny on there. And <laughs> I was pissing myself at the back of the bus and I said, oh, do you do comedy? And he got talking. Turns out he, he knows a lad who went to my school who does comedy and stuff like that. <clears throat> So I got talking to him on the bus home years and years ago, probably going back eight or nine years, maybe even longer. I remember the last time I got the bus, do you know what I mean? I was just driving at 17 and just never looked back then, do you know what yeah. I mean? But uh, So I always sort of seen him about doing stuff and I've always watched his progress sort of thing. But well, He's both killing it these days. Ah, do you know what? It's possible to see, especially someone like him, because he is genuinely, genuinely like good at what mm. he does. He's hilarious. And like, even in, you know, 
even in normal conversation, he still keeps up to his. Uh, but the bad thing is, like, you, you got them, you know, them birds from like St. Julie's and stuff. Is it Katrina Johnson Thompson and the other one? And then there's the 18A lads. Yeah, the 18A You know what I mean? What a talented bush route that one was. Wayne Rooney was no stranger to the 18A as well, to be fair. There you go. Suck me balls, St. Julie's. The 18A's where it's at. Double deckers now as well. We're going to kick things off then with the page. Chris Page, I'm told. To be, you told I me to be prepared. I brought props in for today's page. To okay, so just to, just to clarify for new viewers and listeners, the page is our chance to page anything from the face of the earth, the face of the universe. It can be anything. It can be a person. It can be a thing. It can be a feeling. Um, you can page all emotion if you wanted to, but what are you going with today? Salmon paste. Okay. <laughs> right. Go on, he's off. Right, so what? salmon paste. So growing up in the eighties in Liverpool, my ma was giving me paste butties like every fucking day and so I, I had a paste butty or two. I don't paste. think I ever had salmon paste butties. Because but. why would you? It's like fish oils <laughs> have gone off, to be honest with you. Like you don't even keep it in the fridge or nothing. But what we've never done on the page before is actually tried this shit. Oh for fuck's sake. So I don't, I've probably not tried salmon paste or chicken and ham paste or chicken paste I, in fucking twenty I've years. Defo had chicken paste butties back in the day. Now the now the thing is it looks this like is, there's a childproof cap that you're failing <laughs> at the moment. Oh, well done. Look at that. He's, he's dove straight in there. That still takes time to work sometimes. It's like sandwich filler butties. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah. a, it's like a. I think everyone's. Hot, so we're on. Uh, what color? It's brown. <laughs> it's brown. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I, um... <laughs> hey, that looks that looks funky. That is. <laughs> <laughs> It smells like salmon. I, do you know what? I can see myself liking that. Why right? is that? Why is it? Why is it that colour? It's like an orangey brown colour. I've no idea. Now I, my I, my limited understanding of salmon is, is that first it's pink. of all, what we need to do, we need to cut that bread down. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're getting uh, a little square each. Square each or it's two. It's a fucking yeah. school butty in the eighties. I'm not even a full full salmon paste butty. Jimmy's like, not ready oh, for right. it. He's not ready for <laughs> he's a donut. But he's about to be force fed some salmon paste. Look how look how much he's putting on it as well. Tell you what, you're not shy, are you? It's half a fucking jam. Oh, oh, no, stop. Stop. <laughs> oh my god, so he spreads it on. Oh. Spreading it on Is thick, it both sides? Just fucking gives it. Do you remember that time? <laughs> the, 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 in fact, do you know what the last <laughs> the last paste I had was placenta paste? Oh mate. What? So yeah, we, we made placenta so, pate. Yeah, which is pate Why? is just paste in it, let's be honest. So a that friend of ours. Piece. Oh my oh, god. He's got it in there, no mess. Right. So I like I'm gonna try this thing. Go thing on. I don't even know if I can, you know. All right, I'm gonna just. I'm done. Yeah. It's not, it's not too bad to be honest. Oh no, it is. Is it? Oh, it's got an aftertaste, and the taste is fucking fish. I'm eating <laughs> fish at fucking what? ten to eleven no, in the morning. Not. What have you done? I think you're both a pair of fannies. Stick your donuts. Adam Rowe didn't get some salmon paste butties. It didn't like I think at first I just got, got a bread. Of, I've got a cup of tea here as well. Ah, oh, you've ruined me fucking mouth <laughs> and me cup of tea. You have ruined me cup of but it's a salmon sandy, you know. You'd always love that. Me nan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nans would be all over that shit. So you you you're getting rid of Paste. I'm still getting rid of it to be honest with you because I, I can't get rid of the fucking taste. Mm. Oh, you're gonna have right. to. We're gonna have to purge it because it's never it's purging just, itself it's from still my mouth. You've not swallowed any. You've got a chin. Can stop over? Oh my god. We're all alright purging the salmon paste. Yeah, I'm well happy for that to go. Stay for all. Leave it like. <laughs> 
it's just like it's out of my mouth now. It's the only way you're getting it out of your mouth is to have it. So have the, it be the, the placenta story, a mate of ours had a kid. Yeah. And like it's supposed to be good for you to eat the placenta that comes out of the childbirth and all that shit, isn't it? Like so It's one you, of the most regrettable things I've done, and I've done a number of regrettable things. So I used to life. work in a restaurant and Joe used to work there as well, like and he walks through the restaurants, like the front door with a fucking hazardous human waste bag. Um, into the fucking kitchen and the, and the chef goes I've got a fucking recipe for that I know exactly what I'm doing with that and he makes this fucking pate and it's not until we're stood in Joe's kitchen and we've spread air insides basically on some fucking toast we start eating it and I just sort of like realised what I was eating there's just that moment like basically where fucking I can hear the baby in the other room and I can hear her calming the baby and I'm very aware that what I'm doing is cannibalism effectively Um <laughs> And it's, there's that, you know... I just looked at him, thought, he's had sex with her, and I'm eating this nine months later. <laughs> I'm eating the residue. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nine and months old residue. Disgusting. Oh, like, it was fucking yeah, the worst. I have, it was the worst. Funny, I have heard that, but, you know, never been, never, never, never been in a, in a situation Did where it's sort of like... on the table slightly yeah, better <laughs> than salmon paste, which is the interesting <laughs> thing. But, um, oh, I'll give it a go then. Yeah, then. absolutely. Um, okay. On yeah, I've decided this week that I want to purge my intolerance to alcohol. Like I was talking about this the other day, and how used to I get I don't get drunk very much anymore, and that's what's really annoying about it is because it's not like a thing where you 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 can like build up your stores so you can survive a hangover. And I get it. Like if you get hunted every day then you deserve the worst you deserve the worst hangovers in the world because you're doing that to yourself you're ruining yourself you're ruining yourself but I don't do it very often and I think I deserve to not have hangovers because I don't do it very often it doesn't work like that no no it doesn't it's worse the worst and I literally used to drink every day there was a one year and it stands out vividly in my mind I was sober for two days I was pissed for 363 out of 365 days and I remember them vividly because one I was vomiting all day because I was ill and the other one I couldn't sleep so I stayed up for 24 hours because I didn't have an ailing system and I couldn't get to sleep as a result of it I was and and, and but that, back in the day when I never really got hangover so it was fine I just get up and carry on drinking now I have like once every two months I'll have a few, I'll have like five pints and I'm KO'd for the entire weekend off the yeah, back of it yeah. hate it Hey, being pissed is loads of fun, and I and I still love the I, I love going. I love I hate the fact that I get I get to three pints and I've been drinking for an hour an hour. And I'm like, well, there's like five hours left in the night. What am I gonna do? Do I stop drinking? That is what you, you do. Stupid. <laughs> that is you what you do. Drink, you then stop you go it. home. No, I know. It's, yeah, you go home. Fucking hell. Do you know ridiculous. what? I can sympathise with you because like, well, everyone has to face, don't they? When I was like probably like seventeen to twenty one, twenty two, I was. Every home game, every away game, every midweek game, I was a few hours before, a few hours in the match, a few hours in the Yankee after it, you know what I mean? Or the coach home, whatever. And I could say, I, I could, uh, I could just get up and go to work. I used to, I used to get in at four o'clock in the morning sometimes, and then. How are you soldering skills at fucking uh, nine well, o'clock in the morning? <laughs> uh, to be fair, soldering wasn't really my my forte. That's, that's more of a that's a bit of a step up from, from what I was doing. I was just an electrician, not an engineer, so to speak. But uh, it was more like get up in the loft and pull them cables across. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I wasn't bad. I used to get, get and I'd be up for work. At, you know, I'd be out in the van at seven o'clock going to work, and you know, you just got on with it. But now, because me sort of my income and my livelihoods based around singing. As you know, when you go out on the aisle and you shout at everybody all night and everything, you 
your throat fucked the next day. Yeah. So I've had to cut out like if you, you like Kiev Madrid and all that are all pre-match and if I'm singing afterwards or the day after you won't catch me with a bevy in my hand. You know what I mean? It's very very rare. Maybe at the end of like a succession of every three four months I'll have a, a good drink and a good blowout and. I suffer like fuck the next day myself <laughs> because of it. Because like I'm not used to it. I think it is. I think it's literally the more it's like my dad can go out and have four or five, six pints and get up and go to work again. Drive home when he's out. Yeah. But like, you know, because it's like he's the used to having a bevy, it's yeah. your body's used to it. I think it is down to you know, an actual physical factor. Oh, it's 100%. You're like, you still drink a lot more than I, well, more than I do, but like, this is not me, this is not an intervention, by the way. The, um, but you've, yeah, you've always had, you've, I've, 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 I've witnessed your hangovers so often in various working environments, but you, you've always been able to get on with it because I think it's still a reg, more of a regular life thing, whereas it, honestly, I can't, I, I, the, I mean, the levels of shame in the morning I find very hard to deal with. Even when I've done nothing, it's trying to make sure I've not, Tweeted anything, or and I'm always, I'm obviously hilarious when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking I'm, I'm not, I'm not. No, you do, you get that shame though. Yeah, yeah like you, you won't even look at your phone or nothing like that. And it's worse now because, like, if I go out in Liverpool or something and I get absolutely mullered, you, you don't know what you're doing after time, mm. and you're worried that someone's recorded you doing something ridiculous yeah. anyway, or they're gonna put it out. Well, we had the one like, where Aubrey used to work with us, our good friend Aubrey was like was like three hours late for work one day and um, someone tweeted the Redmen Twitter account and it was a video of him out in town <laughs> fucking bladdered <laughs> hanging, off, hanging off someone like, like I still oh, four in the morning <laughs> and him in like he uh, fucking coming stinking it was like we, well, we know what you've been doing yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> my one now is I, I still get the bad hangovers in like two, two days sometimes three and stuff but now my body wakes up dead early and I'm talking stupid o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. so I can go out and have a beer have like six, seven, eight, nine, ten pints or whatever, I'm up at half two, mate. Like, and it's like, just ridiculous. And I'm like, and I'm wide awake with a fucking hangover. And I'm like, you're supposed to sleep at least yeah. half your hangover off. Yeah, and I'm there at half two, like, watching fucking you, but the, you, some shit this, this is what This is your, it was your thing, was Chris used to always fall asleep first. So like you'd have this, you'd have a skin fall, drink fast and everyone, and be asleep by nine o'clock, and we don't get on with the rest of our night. Perfect. But I know, and then we we'd stay up till three, four nailed. in the morning. Yeah. You should just not beds after nine o'clock. No, absolutely. <laughs> we'd stay up and get fucking ruined, and then be goose the next day, and you'd wake up fit and fresh at fucking half six in the morning. Like, come on, lads, what are we doing? Yeah. It's like get away, yeah. get away. Cars today, Whereas lads. now you don't go to bed early, and you wake up even earlier. That's a joke, like. yeah. Good yeah, luck with that, it's, like. yeah, it's getting paged. It's shite, yeah. Go on, Jamie, what are you bring to the table? Well, I've got three things to bring to the Go table. Um, one thing is based off the, the weekend. Obviously, I had, a, I had a sick tour. Do you know, like doing my own tunes. Liverpool absolutely went off. It was brilliant. People singing the words to tunes that like haven't been released yet and yeah. all that. It was a boss buzz. Probably one of the best buzzes I've ever had. Um, then got to Dublin the next night. Didn't have my band with me, which was already a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a nightmare because it, it does help me stand different. You know, this that apart from the Liverpool stuff, when yeah. we banded behind me, obviously, because it's a different look, different sound and everything. Just feel empowered by having them behind yeah, you anyway. Yeah, definitely, and because, mate, they're all shit-up musicians as well. They're, like, sexy musicians. My drummer's the drummer for the Lightning Seeds. His brother is the drummer in Oasis, Chris Sharrock. Uh, it's <laughs> Jim Sharrock, it is. Uh, he, he's playing for the Coral tonight. He was meant to be playing for me tonight, but he's playing for the Coral tonight. No, yeah. But, you know, you, 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 know, you get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, I'll take that, you know what I mean? Uh, and... Me, me, me guitarist plays all my head stuff, does all his albums, all his live stuff with him. Uh, he's in his own band called The Peach Fuzz. 
He's actually a blue as well. He's a good lad, though. Do you know what I mean? No, uh, no one's perfect. Yeah, exactly. But you know, th- that that's sort of another e- example of why I'm standing alone and not playing Liverpool songs. Considering <laughs> this fucking unbelievable guitarist who's doing me a massive favour, playing for half the price he plays for anyone else because I've known him. You know what I mean? And then to go, oh yeah, by the way, like, Roger Van Dyke now, yeah, lad. <laughs> I want you to do a solo in the middle of Bobby for me. <laughs> like, fucking low chance. Uh, so, like, and then my bass players, like, he actually plays sax for the Lightning Seeds. He plays, he, he texts and sets up the equipment for the Coral, the Lightning Seeds. He's a producer. It's just like, they're like a scout super group, if you like, you know yeah. what I mean? So to have them behind, yeah. Like, even, I've practiced with good musicians, do you know what I mean? And, like, when I went into the room with these, it was like, wow. It was like the, the amount of work that I thought that I had to do compared to what I thought I had to do was like yeah, just unbelievable. So it was great to play with them. But then obviously this is where my page comes and we went to Dublin the next night. And like, I'm really, as everybody knows, I'm really, really grateful for all the support of the Liverpool fans and stuff like that. But I made it clear, like I don't know how many times, that this little tour, this little, th- only three days, that was all it was, was just like, you know, concentrating on my own tunes and, you know, giving them a platform to be heard on their own away from the Liverpool stuff. So I walked out there and sat on the stage is a lady in, in like a uh, Sadio Mane Liverpool top. And that's fine, do you know what I mean? Where what you want, there's a few of them. And uh, so I placed the first song. Great, everyone's clapping, blah, blah, blah. And so I thought, but I could see, you know, about 10 people in the audience who were clearly like, can you on. feel it as well? Like yeah, you could feel you could feel a difference already. Part of it maybe might have been the image because I was stood there like I would have been stood there like I was Just three months earlier. Played the same venue three months earlier with the Liverpool gig. Yeah. It looked like the same setup. But um yeah, anyway, these like I've said, listen, thank you to everybody for coming down to support me. You know, for the first time in Dublin playing me original music as opposed to the Liverpool songs. So loads of people in the room start cheering and all that, it's great. But then this 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 portion of people are you are playing Liverpool songs. I said, No, I'm not. And he said, No, you are and she actually sat on the stage and she picks up like this uh, you know like a sixteen amp commando soccer thing, like yeah, an extension yeah. and goes, I'll pull this out. And I was like That's just for the fucking dishwasher behind the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have said that, but I was like, Can someone have a word here, please? I said, Listen, I'm sorry you're upset. I said, but like I'm not if anyone's upset, I'm not playing Liverpool songs. If that's what you've come here for, no no malice, but just like you may as well leave now because I'm not gonna play any. And uh, she was like, I want me fucking money back. I said you're not going to get your money back, love. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not down to me anyway to promote it. I've just been asked to play. I've been asked to play my own songs. Yeah. It's not like Dave said to me, what do you prefer? A promoter's come to me and said, I want you to do a tour with your own music, no Liverpool songs included. Do a date in Liverpool, date in Dublin, date in London. So anyway, um, after the gig and all that, I think people were expecting like a two-hour boss night. Do you know what I mean? And I played for just Beth McCartney. Yeah, just shy of an hour. I've played and you know played literally. I played extra songs because I knew that the atmosphere was a bit tense. Don't be wrong. The songs that I did play, like the singles and stuff like that, went down really well. Even some of the other songs that you didn't know, like I'd say a good ninety percent of the crowd were were absolutely amazing. And like thank you to to anyone who might be watching this who's who was there. Um, and then obviously. I've, I've walked downstairs and some fellas followed me from that group of people and called me a fucking rip-off as I've gone downstairs. So I've been locked 
in like a, a void backstage trying to get back out to him. Bounces had all to the door, my birds had all I've been kicking fuck out of the door. And I've broke my foot, I think. Well, at least a couple of toes. Um, so what I'd like to page basically is me. What, one toes. thing, no, no, is me being, is my name sort of automatic, is being linked to Liverpool songs. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that like I want people to forget and, and that I'm forgetting what I've done because the fact of the matter is I still play Liverpool gigs yeah. all the fucking time. Like, done. I played before the game on Monday night, straight after the tour. I always, every week, every Saturday or Sunday home game, I play two gigs, one before, one after, they're completely free of charge. Do you know what I mean? I'm going round Europe and the world this summer to play to all sorts of fans. Some of them gigs will be free of charge as well, some of them won't be. But, you know, I'm still doing all these Liverpool things, which is, yeah. which is like, basically what people want. So, what I'd like to, not maybe to, I just like people, my page is people not respecting the fact that I am a, a musician yeah. as well as a Liverpool singer-songwriter, yeah. So everyone's, that, everyone, I can get that, everyone's afraid of being pigeonholed in some yeah, way, shape yeah, or form. Yeah, like, pigeonholing actually, that's my page. Yeah, because yeah, like, you know, yeah. you've obviously come up and you've done amazing and what you're doing is incredible and you've made the, I think you've made the fan base well better for, for everything that you use and Boss Nights as well, not just you. Yeah, you no, know, I appreciate everything that. Everything that they've done I think has made everything about supporting Liverpool much better and it's, it's more inclusive and all that. But you're a person who wants to grow and who wants to become better and wants to do their own fucking music. Yeah. Should be allowed to be able to do that essentially, yeah, shouldn't no, you? Exactly. People, the problem you'd have, of course, is that people have their understanding of what you are, and we get this. Yeah, yeah, and, you I know, know we, we, do. We, we get this too, and it's like I remember having a, a thing with a cousin, a cousin of mine years ago, and saying he was, and he, he didn't get red men for you, he didn't understand what it was, and then he did, and he was like, "Oh, I'm really proud of what you've done, fine." I was like, "Oh, thanks very much." I went, "But you want to see what what comes next?" And he was like, "Do you mean next?" Yeah. No, no, no. Just do that. That's yeah. good. Just, just do more. I was like, nah, nah, nah. That's just a stepping stone. It was always only going to be a stepping stone yeah. to do to just to build a profile and do do other bits and pieces. He's like, no, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you should be doing that. I think you should make sure that you stick to stick to that and don't you know don't go outside your wheelhouse because people have got a, a limited understanding of it. Yeah, most exactly. people, they get a grip of you. They get a grasp of what you are and they're happy with that. And I don't know whether it makes them feel like they've got a greater a greater grip on life to have a, an understanding of other people or whatever. But no, I, I get it because it's but it is tough because yeah, people are, people are assholes at the end of the day. And you, you've seen, I'm sure there will have been people because you've done, you've put your, you've had your singles in your Liverpool sets, you know, yeah. over the last yeah. year or so. And I'm sure there will have been people who were stood in fucking Madrid going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. What's he doing? What's he yeah, doing playing what? one song that's not yeah, a song that I've heard from Liverpool before? But that's, you know why? Because ultimately people are gobshed. I know, I know. It gets, it's just like, after everything I've done, I just did, like, I'm not saying I'm fucking Gandhi or anyone like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, after, after all, all like the experiences that I've shared with Liverpool fans over, over the, not even over the last couple of years, over yeah. the nine, ten years I've been doing it, you know what yeah. I mean? In, in sort of backstreet pubs and whatever else. Like, I'm not, I'm not asking every, I'm not asking everyone to support me no. and, and listen to me music because they don't have to because people have different tastes and the one thing that brings all these people together I understand is Liverpool Football Club, but there are people out there who do like me music and and some of them necessarily don't have a love of Liverpool Football Club at the same time, mm -hmm. so I've got to do this separate yeah. for the sake of them people because this is about the music, it's not about Liverpool Football Club. But what, what people don't understand, right, I, I think anyway, and I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, so correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, is there will come a point where you just get bored of doing a song. 
Like, you know, you might not get bored of the crowd and the energy and all that type yeah. of stuff, but ch- does it challenge you to do LA, 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 for example? Mm-hmm. But this might actually elongate your enjoyment of the other stuff because you can break away and do something different exactly. for a bit. You know what I mean? And yeah. everything else just becomes... But you might enjoy the Liverpool gigs more for doing a gig that's not Liverpool. You're talking yeah. about this podcast, aren't you, Chris? No, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You're right, because, like, it is... Like, I really enjoyed... Well, like, Dublin was great, and, like, in terms of the music side, it was just sort of that pre- and post-bit that, that sort of soured things up for me a little bit. But uh, Liverpool and London were, like, absolutely unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah, I had the band there and stuff like that, but it was... It was great. I, f- I felt like I felt like a different person. Not like that. I feel like a bad person when I'm no, playing yeah. Liverpool, but it just felt like something new. And but they're invested in you and what you've yeah, written and what you've exactly. put together. That's completely different. But then, but then going back to going through the gig in hotels here on Monday was fine again. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was like it's not that I don't like them because, like you say, the crowds are unbelievable. You can never get bored of seeing Liverpool like Liverpool fans jumping all over each other to, to like. Is there a thing? Is the thing with the Liverpool stuff is because. Like it's not like you were the it's not like you were the first, but you're the first who made the big who, who became yeah. big off it kind of thing. Is that so many people are doing that shtick? Yeah. There's a thing to, to degree to which you know the you know music is where you you stand up as a musician everywhere. Yeah. It's just it's effectively covers the vast majority of it, isn't yeah, it? Like, it is. You mean? It is. It's covers. It, it, like nursery rhymes, some of them. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like it's it's not a bad thing. That's just how football songs. It's simple, effective. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how many of those songs are four chords or? Ah, uh, less, less. That's, <laughs> I I keep I keep the capo on the third fret and play like basically in G, which is B flat. That's getting technical. Do you know what I mean? But it's basically the the, the first like or the dipping in and out like. But the majority of my set is in the same key. With the same three, four chords, you know what I mean? That's necessary. You can, any of them Liverpool songs, you can make them whatever chords you want. It's just whatever suits your voice, do you yeah. know what I mean? And O'Keefe plays them a bit further down because his range is like a deep, more, you know, powerful mm-hmm. sort of withholding thing, whereas I tend to go higher. Yeah. And, you know, Timo then plays it in a different way again. He plays sort of in the middle of the two of us. And, but they're all the same chords, effectively. Most, you know, songs are the same chords. It's just whichever way you move them around, you can turn. Probably most Oasis songs into them four chords. Do you know yeah, what I mean? If, if if you just mess around with it a little bit, but it's like I say, it was just it was. It's nice for me to be able to go and do that and stand up. Just come away from it a little bit. I'm not. I don't get bored of the crowds or nothing like that. But like you say, effectively it is LA, LA, LA and stuff like that. They're just. I've done it for a long, long time, and it's and you never ever fail to to buzz off the like the, the crowd, but at the same time. The, the goosebumps I got in my belly before my, my own gigs. Yeah. It was like, wow, I feel like I'm all new to this again. And it was nice, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. It's just a nice... It's, it's a nice... We're a city of storytellers and entrepreneurs. And I think... And, I, and I'm glad that the reaction was boshing in Liverpool because I think that's, yeah. that's where you... you know, if, if, if you're getting a bad reaction in Liverpool, I think it's, it's easy to get a bad reaction in this city. Yeah. So I think as much as we, we, we preach solidarity a lot of the time, yeah, there is a lot of... Being cool, to, too cool to clap, and a lot of like a, a bit of jealousy and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff that definitely. happens and stuff. But there's something about that. I think it's in the nature of people from Liverpool is is to, to use things as springboards to find a way to make something work to drag yourself up and out and to get into to get into other things. And that's the thing for me. I, I think it's 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 aspirational to be able to do something that was boss that people fucking loved and then go, thanks very much. I'm gonna go and 
do this. Do, 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 do me other bits as well. It's not like I'm going to. That's the thing. Well, Jamie, no, with the greatest respect, no one was buying. No one was buying this this album. These these songs two years ago. No. It's big because you're just another. Another, yeah. another lad with a guitar whereas now you've built up a reputation which exactly. has afforded you to do that that sounds that's yeah, life exactly. that's growing that's becoming exactly. an artist you know but, and at the same time just the last, it, I'm not like I'm not back healing to Liverpool it's not like I'm no. going oh yeah to, to that you know what I mean I, I, I'm never setting foot at a Liverpool gig again or not I'm doing more of them than ever yeah. do you know what I mean Expect, we're about to win the league where am I going to go do you know what I mean like, <laughs> seriously it's just I'm just I'm 25, do you know what I mean? It's time, if I want to do my own music as well at the same time, if there's ever a chance of me doing anything with my own music, it's now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I've got to take the opportunity. So I, I'm apologetic for people who can't understand that I have to do them separate. I can't do them in the same place at the same time because then it excludes other people and yeah. that I'm trying to reach. Do you know what I mean? Who don't necessarily but love Jamie, you put it in capital club. letters on your post, mate. Know, You're not I doing know. them. I know, I know, I know. But anyway, that was... Ah, but what I... Ah, but he's just saying that, isn't Well, he? apparently there was people... Like, I've got mates who, who live in Ireland and stuff like that who, who all come down to support me on some... And they said they were having, like, arguments with these people in the toilets because they were going... Like, they were going... Oh, do you reckon... Uh, is he going to... I can't wait for a lay, a lay, a lay, or something. And this fella said... And my mate turned around and went, no, mate, it, it, you know, he's playing his own music tonight. And they were like, yeah, I know he says he's not playing Liverpool songs, but he's going to play one or two, isn't he? And they were like, no, he's not. He was like, I bet you're grand he plays Liverpool songs. And my mate said he was like, Med songs. He's not he's not playing them, so you may as well give me it now. Yeah. And like that 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 was that's the the, the main frustration when like because like even I've just announced my tour for September, my album tour. Do you know what I mean? Which again is no Liverpool tunes. But all, all Which, in, where can people find information else on yeah, that? Uh, Everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's in big capital letters, no footy tunes, but still. <laughs> and, but still, I've got people commenting. Uh, is that what your album's called? Yeah, no footy tunes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but first song is no footy tunes. And uh, people have commented underneath, will you be playing LFC songs? And you're like, oh, like, yeah. what, what, what can I do more? Do you know what I mean? I've, it's, people, that's the only thing, the pigeon, that's where the pigeonhole comes in, because... People are just going, Jamie Webster, date, LFC. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, there's, if you look at the poster, if you look at all my boss night posters, all the posters that I've done regarding Liverpool FC events, there's big fuck off Liverpool flags in front of <laughs> behind me, yeah. There's like, a, a you know, montages of, of, of X Games managers, all that. This has got an half cut image in my face and nothing else. Do you know and what I mean? It's blue. It's yeah, it's like <laughs> blue and grey. It's not fucking red. It's like it's yeah. grey and white and you know what I mean? And nothing, nothing to try and re- try to stand as far away. Who's who's like the, the like the big inspiration for you musically? Um if you can pin it down to just a couple, like I'm sure you'll have loads. Well, but like, like everyone will have probably thought that it was Jerry Cinnamon. But then Weekends in Paradise come out and he fucking kicked off me manager and said I was trying to rip him off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so not anymore. But, but it was. Uh, yeah, but it was. He was. Yeah, he was a big influence. But uh, you're the first people who've heard this, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so that's a bit of exclusivity for you. Uh, just leave it in the podcast. Don't don't drop it out. Fucking yeah. head page, head news lines. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah, he kicked off me manager. Yeah. yeah saying like hey, that wee bastard's trying to rip me off he's nicked my fucking upstroke and all that and uh, 
yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I was like Sam, mate. The upstrokes have been going since upstrokes have been going since like the fucking blues or whatever. But oh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's that's your prerogative, mate. I'm just trying to have a go. But uh, Bob Dylan's a massive one, like you know, because his 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 lyrics just tell so many stories. And like when you listen to my album, like all right, I'm not quite as profound as Bob Dylan in in the words in the way that I say words, but. There's basically a storyline and a meaning, and like there's a there's something you can grip the, onto, though, yeah, isn't there? Something you can think about behind most. It's most like the slice of life stuff in there. Yeah, it is. Well. It's basically doc. My album's basically documenting working class struggles and then escapes of of that yeah. at the same time. So, um, I'm hoping that once it's out there and all the tunes out there, it'll be good enough to stand on its own. It's quite political as well. Some bits, some songs. So that's again where the Dylan influence comes from. But no, Jerry, as much as Jerry doesn't like me, I still think Jerry's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? I still do. Like, I can't wait to meet him one day. Like, but, but uh, I'm sure, I'm sure it happens. You see it happen in music all the time, though, don't you? And, and I, I've often wondered about about this because you have, and, and I think when music is constructed, so when you see it in pop music, it happens all the time. So yeah. You get an artist. So let's use Rihanna as an example. Rihanna goes mega, and then it's got find someone else who sounds it sounds a bit like Rihanna who can make music in the times between her making music. Yeah. yeah. But in in terms of your stuff, there's an organic. Thing to it that Jerry Cinnamon was organic, you know, when mm. Belter come out, everyone was just talking about this song. Have you heard this song, song about this fella? Well, he still doesn't. No, yeah, we this song about this lad who talks about a bear being a Belter, it's dead funny. I, I, I you know, and then it, that, it kind of spread by yeah, words of mouth exactly. and what have Yeah, and you've come up a, di- a different route. I, yeah, I mean, again, there's probably a degree of professional jealousy, but it's not like you've sat at home with like with all with your 10 instruments that you play yeah. and you've gone, hmm. What's gonna What's gonna be the thing that I I need? To, you know, I, what, what am I gonna wipe that makes me successful? I just wrote a song about getting off your head for three days and, and the consequences of it. Do you know what I mean? We've everybody in Liverpool can relate to that. I'm sorry whether <laughs> I'm sorry whether like he thinks that like I'm I'm trying to take a leaf He's out of the his. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The musician is yeah. allowed to talk about going out about real life stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like the beat and that's similar because I was playing a guitar on my own and and you know what? I seen him do it and I thought fucking hell, that's unbelievable. And his message in every gig, I travelled to Amsterdam to see him. I travelled to 
all I've been to see him about eight and a drove up to Edinburgh to see him and all shit like that. You know what I mean? I've I was a massive Jerry. I've listened to him since 2015 when he done a song about the Scottish independence before any cunts round here knew who he was. Do you know what I mean? I played all his covers at all my gigs and stuff like that because he was like it was like an inspiration for someone to be doing what he was doing and getting the noise that he was getting out of one man on a guitar. So for the first, for me, I was playing tunes like that anyway with the Liverpool songs, yeah. with that sort of beat in them. So I thought I'll write one myself to the same beat, not into, not because I'm gonna, I want to be you, Jerry, just because it's it's a good way to to get to get like a lively sound out of one man on his guitar. The Arctic Monkeys have done it in some of their songs as well, like a certain romance. It's all up to them, but they've got it with the band. It's the only difference that he's using instead of having a drummer, he's doing that. Uh, but I've got a drum and old Jerry, so it's all right, you know what I mean? Um, and he plays for the lightning yeah, season. Yeah, 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 Jimmy. But uh, yeah, so like, definitely Jerry was a huge influence. I'm sort of trying to step away from that now, though, because, yeah. you know, once he comes out and kicks off about something, I'll have half of Scotland telling me that I'm, do you know what I mean, this, that, the other, and I just can't, I'm just not ready for that after I've already had a, had a war with a few people in Ireland. There, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I don't want my other foot broke. But, uh, yeah, so like Jerry Dillon, obviously everyone had the, like Oasis face, everyone did, everyone had the Beatles I face. I always thought it was interesting because like the, the, the songs, like the, the Boss Night playlist, as it were, back, back in the day, and the songs that you should pulling out, there's those, <coughs> it's not like your obvious one, because any, any, any tit in the world can pull Wonderwall out yeah, the arse, yeah. but it was the... It's just the for me because I was a, I was a mad Oasis fan mm. in the 90s, mad like I, I was telling out how I missed that Justice Court concert where everyone in the world played Anfield because I bought the fucking Japanese import of some might say because it had two songs I hadn't had because I'm a dickhead because mm. I'm a bad dickhead but it was like the it's it's just the, it was the, like the slightly off you know not the mainstream Oasis songs yeah. to get into that yeah. you know the, and again like do, putting dodgy tracks into stuff mm. most people unless you were there and influenced by that most people don't know the fuck dodgy are no exactly mm. exactly but yeah it was oh, that sort of influence the Lars were a massive yeah. massive massive influence cast as well but like like that first book the Lars album it's just like the stuff he's writing about and like the, the way it's, it's just scouts as anything isn't it you know what I mean it's boss Um KOL's early stuff, like I say, was was massive. Then you know you sort of drift into like your roses and yeah. Uh, the jam was a massive, massive influence of my Paul Weller. My mum dad loved Paul Weller. Um, Squeeze, I remember Squeeze. Mm -hmm. My mum and dad both love Squeeze. Uh, even me, like then you're going back to like Sinatra and that I've listened to growing up. You know what I mean? When my dad liked the rap pack sort of stuff, yeah, Drifters. Yeah. I listen to anything, but like the main sort of. Way that I try and go, it's like, it's like the storytelling troubadour sort of route, but with a, a modern twist that gets people dancing at the same time. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, my big my big thing with music at the moment, and, and, and like I'm I'm thirty seven now, so and you know don't I'm married, I've got kids and all that type of stuff. Like so, it's not about like going out to the weekend with the lads and all that. It's changed, life changed and all that now. But when I was like say fucking fourteen to twenty four, twenty five be out every weekend, we'll be in someone's house, we'll be listening to music and we'll be doing that and you'll be like, someone will bring a CD and you'll throw a CD on you'll listen to the whole fucking album. That's how I still enjoy listening to music. But now, music seems to just be this insular thing for so many people where you just put your headphones on and you listen to something or you see kids walking down the street with one headphone in and having a chat and that. Mm. And it's like, that wasn't what music no, was about for me. Music was about fucking all sitting in a room and, and like, you'd take turns and throwing a song on or something like that and now everyone just... 
I like probably don't listen to the, we used to listen to all the same bands don't listen to any of the same bands probably don't even know what he's listening to now because mm. it's fucking Spotify and you're here and all that like which why I went back to LPs this year started buying a load of LPs again and we just put them on and like the kids can go off and play in the other room and me and my wife will just sit there and do something and listen to some music and talk about it and stuff well better way of listening to music with people it is the best way to listen to music I mean with people or without people like one of your phone in like turned down to like what are you 40 percent talking to your mates or it's not it's not me i i've got terrible ears because i listen to music like you know what i mean because <laughs> like i like to feel it it's like it's music isn't it but definitely like it <coughs> if you can be with people and you can both sort of sit down and and, and listen to them that's my only problem now where Every time I'm with people, I'm talking to people. You know, so even I'm with my missus, sometimes I'll throw a tune on and I'll be getting into it and then she'll start talking to me. I think I've got, like, one proper mate who I can, like, who we can just sit down and go, yeah, listen to this lad. And he won't start talking at, in, in the middle of the fucking bridge or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, he, he'll listen to the tune and we can talk about it afterwards. But that does annoy me about music. I don't understand how people can, like... You, you go to people, yeah, here's me new tune, do you want to listen to it? And they go, oh, yeah. So you turn it up and then they're like, turn it down, turn it down a bit, lads. You know what I mean? And then like, and you're like, you're not even listening. To, I, I remember, listen to I remember that when I realised it was all over was when I think it was in your honour by Foo Fighters come out and I got it the day it come out and it was the day music died for me. Was I put it up, brought it back to this house with my mates were and I put it on. I go get this up and they were sat there and you could just see them wincing. And like, I think they were playing like Tiger Woods or something on the PS2 at the time, and it was interrupting their fucking quiet concentration golf yeah, time. Oh and I, and it, but bear in mind, we were all fucking massive Foo Fighters fans, and that was the point. Where, and after like two tracks, you just get you sense the mood, and it's yeah. like, all right, we'll just have to shop then and just sit yeah. in silence and fucking watch, yeah. watch, watch the fucking PlayStation for a bit. I, mean, shall we? Like, I know. hope that never gets. To, well, it'll never be the case with me, but yeah, some of you mate, most of my mates that when I go back to refer to them. When I go back to the houses and stuff like that, most of them just want to listen to fucking techno because they're all after heads, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but which is fine, you know what I mean? Because you, you have a great time laughing at them all and shit like that, you know what I mean? But uh, definitely music should be shared with people. It should be loud and it should be... I think music should be a reflection of, like, something, uh, something you've experienced, something you've seen or something... You know that you know someone else yeah. is going through. There's got to be a purpose to it, hasn't there? Yeah. This is what this is what happens. That's my. But I, I like again. I use Oasis as an example of this. And I remember Noel Gallagher used to say this. You know, he, he said everything he ever wanted to say in the first two albums, and he had nothing left. He felt like there was nothing else he had le left to say, and it showed. Because unless you do what the Beatles do, like where you, well, they were lucky because obviously you had Lennon who just could write about his own experiences, and you had McCartney who could just pick out a tune and just make it make make a catchy tune mm. out, out, out of nothing. So at least they had that to go to. But you've Oasis struggled for like three albums from real and raw and being in the city and growing up and trying to fight against you, you against your life to all of a sudden trying to make this fucking nothing wanky fucking music that yeah. had no that had no message because they had no nothing to say. Nothing yeah, yeah, to say. My, my favourite my favourite band is a band called The Hold Steady. I don't know if you know them like um Craig Finn, he's from Minneapolis, they're a New York band now. Great I think the greatest songwriter in the in the world. Like and he's got solo stuff and it's unbelievable. He played Liverpool phase one by fucking fifty people there, one of the best gigs I've ever been to in my life, like not not that long ago. And every single song that they play from two thousand to last year's album, Thrashing uh, Thrashing Through the Passion 
there's something that I can grip onto. They talk about different people, and he talks about the names, and he talks about all that, but there's, there's always something in every yeah. song that I go, oh, that was like that when I did this with me, mate, or yeah. that was like that, and that's what it does to you. Yeah, every, like Weekend in Paradise, everyone's fucking done yeah, that. Yeah. Every, yeah, if you haven't, that, you're, like, you're a sheltered, sheltered human being, do you know what I mean? No, but maybe, at least you get to live vicariously yeah. through the song. If you haven't, at least yeah. you can go, oh, that sounds boss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's do let's it. Have a go. Yeah, let's do it. But no, no, even if you haven't lived through every single moment of it, you've all, everyone's been in a situation similar to that or even just once in the life, do you know what I mean? Or even if they've, even if they've got a mate who's like that, you know what I mean? If they're not like that themselves, because some people are like teetotal and like really don't, have never ever exceeded themselves in the way of drinking or partying or anything like that. They've literally, I know people who just always just seem to have a couple and just go home, do you know what I mean? And like, that's that's up to them, isn't it, really? Do you know what I mean? But so where the fuck are you going to go for your second album? Well, that's... you can't be singing about having a pint with cloth, mate, because no one can fucking relate to that. No, no, exactly, exactly. I mean, that's, that's the problem with, like... Well, like I was saying with Oasis, the, the, the first sort of two albums were about being skinting on a doll, and then all of a sudden they were worth 90 million quid each, and it's like, oh, I can't write about like, not having enough money for Siggy's now sort of thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, like, what I, I mean, I always say that, like, it doesn't have to be, like, your own personal experience. It can be something you, you see, and just because you don't walk in them shoes, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you, you can't realise that it's wrong or right. It's pure, pure Dylan, that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, like, I've got a song called The Joker that's going to come out in um, on the album, and it's I was watching The Joker with me bird, and, like, my my manager or CEO at the record label, Dave, Dave Pitts, he's a lovely fella, but he tries to, like, because he knows I was a hard-working lad as an electrician and stuff, he tries to instill that word ethic into me music, so he's like, I want to tune a week from you. Do you know what I mean? I want you to write me a song a week, which is brilliant because it keeps you on your toes and everything else, and it's a good way of working. Because even if you write, even if you go by 10 weeks and you've wrote 10 songs, even if eight of them are shite, nine of them are shite, if you've got a hit in there somewhere, or even a, a decent song, it's, 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 worth, it's worth taking the time. So I was thinking about, I had this lovely, like, sort of little melody for the song, you know, like, Hum, hum them the, the lyrics, you know, and like, add me guitar, and I was like, oh, you know, the, the, the way this song is, it needs to be quite quite a profound song. It can't just be like, a, you know, a party song, because the way it is, it's got to have a bit of mean, like, a real bit of depth. I was thinking, what the fuck am I going to write about? And my first thing was, was like, maybe people who, you know, aren't fortunate enough to have homes and stuff like that. But then I went to see the Joker with me bird. Have you seen it? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And like, I was sat there and I was just like, from the minute one, I was like, this is what I'm going to write about. Yeah. It's about like the, basically how many times someone has to be ignored before they turn into a villain and abandoned by society. Yeah. And I like the, the Joker's a massive, you know, over-exaggerated, far-fetched, you know, ideal of that. But it can so easily be translated into like, you know, you look at or you look at, look at these people who've done terrible things over the years. Yeah. It doesn't take much to look into like, what they had to go through as a younger person and stuff like that, and and basically one of the hook lines is that it's, it's hard to know what's going on behind the face of a smiling clown. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just it's like even lyrics from me. I was literally watching a Joker and I was like, I think he says like, comedy is subjective. You know what I mean? Which yeah. it is. It's like it, so like one of my lyrics in the song is like, if comedy is subjective, it seems nobody out there shared his lessons. Do you know what I mean? And it's like yeah, well. No one gets him, but like he's his own sort of, and that's so all for me. Like even though you never know, I might 
first album might flop and I might literally be back on working, working building sites so I might be writing about that on my second album but <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. if not and, and I do you know do good things and that doesn't mean that like I'm going to be writing about and, you know flying business class or something well, yeah, but like that or it, it, again it's a test of you it's a test of the, the quality because I, I like I looked at the Arctic Monkeys as an example I fell off them big time after the second album because they stopped they stopped spe- speaking to me and then the the way their music evolved wasn't what I was into. Yeah. And you'll have that, but you'll but the, no one can say the Arctic Monkeys aren't much bigger now than they were no. after the second album. So clearly they've oh shit, they've gone to a different audience. They've gone they've gone bigger. Yeah. But you can change your style as long as you're appealing to someone. Somebody. And ultimately, as long as you're writing music that you give a fuck about. Yeah, because yeah. That's the big the, the thing that gets me. Have you ever seen um the Metallica documentary, some kind of monster. They haven't. They've, there's a band who've lost the plot there. They've had too much for too for too long, and they're just like they give, they're having people handing them lyrics to songs, and you can tell they're just it's like going going through the motions. It's mad, but yeah. that's the that. I mean that's that. I mean I suppose you're still doing the first album, aren't you? So the cha- it's a challenge on the horizon. Yeah, it is. It but is. that's the point about grow. You've got to grow. Yeah. Or you can do what Blink One Eight Two do and just sing about being seventeen and being dumped at the prom mm, until you're yeah. fifty. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, whichever but, works for you. But yeah, but you, a, a fucking great band and a band that you fucking love has to fucking grow up with you. Yeah, it yeah. has to because you're you, unless you just want to keep appealing like Blink to seventeen year olds. Yeah. What's the point? And exactly. then you get bored. Like I love Jimmy Eat World, right? And I didn't listen to them for ten years, and I listened to them. I was like, they sound so different. And they, I listened to what they were singing about, and I was like, oh fucking hell! And I went back and listened to all the albums, and I could relate to it after the fact of everything that they'd gone through. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what you want from a band. You want someone who's there with you through your life who can fucking relate to that, you. That's the idea. You know what I mean? That is the idea. And I just, I, I just hope people can, like you say, just have a just, just. You don't have to like. It. I'm not saying any. You just have to like it. You just have to listen to it. But if you've got an open mind and and you know. You like your music, why not? You know what I mean? It's not going to cost you anything when the album's out to listen to it. It's all on Spotify. It'll probably be on YouTube and I don't have to buy the album. You don't even have to listen to every song. Just give give something a go, do you know what I mean? Uh, and see if, it, see if it does relate to you because I'm telling I'm, I'm telling you now that like most of the songs that you're listening to on my album, you know what I mean? I've got a line in one of my tunes that says the boss's son's a knobhead and he's driving all the lads with it. You know what I mean? How many people in the world yeah, yeah. can relate to that? You know what I mean? It's like, um, it's just it's just me having a go. It's with, the challenge, though, yeah. isn't it? That's the challenge because it's one thing you write is that it's that it's one thing where you've had ten years to write your material and it's a life that you've lived up through, yeah. and then it's it's the next challenge is how do you still make songs relatable and make yeah. songs that people give a good they can get into when your your life your life changes, but you have. What you do is you, you get more freedom and you get more space to yeah. express and, and, and do what you want to do. There's also the aspects of, like, like you say, what I'll be going through in the next couple of years. So there's, like... Them Dublin lot are getting a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <it's> like, moments. <laughs> like, mo- like, you could write about moments, do you know what I mean? About the, like, maybe... The Dubliners, the, we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Dubliners. <laughs> the Grand Social. That was where it was. But, uh, like, you know... You could write about moments defining a time of your life, you know what I mean? Or you could write about love, you know what I mean? Maybe you've, you know, you're getting engaged, you have a kid, you know what I mean? There's, there's, you can write about love in so many different ways, can't you? And it's relatable in different ways. It could be about a fucking, 
a pet you've got also you know what I mean it doesn't it's the thing it's the, it's the, ti- it's the stuff that's timeless I mean again yeah. one of the things you, you, love is a, is, a, is a topic that never goes out of fashion yeah. isn't it so it, yeah. always, it always sells because people always yeah. want to listen to or it or at the same but, time like not breakups or nothing like that because I'm not going to be one of them do you know what I mean Taylor but like Swift. yeah but you can write about like you know like well, what's wrong with Tay Tay <laughs> she's amazing <laughs> but yeah, have you seen that documentary I actually have oh my god it's unbelievable <laughs> I haven't seen it no but I'd, re- I'd, re- I'd, re- I'd recommend it I'm not sure I'm not sure the lids have been on it like I just can't bear them lyrics with like you know what I'm saying like that 22 and all that shit never getting back together it's just like the same word for for, like so long and so long (laughs) but it I actually reckon as a musician you might find it quite interesting if you ignore it you know what though when she brought out that what was it love story or something like that she's playing the guitar she's singing it I was like you know what like that is like I I could I don't like it but my sister used to fucking love it but I could like deal with it you know what I mean because it was like it's, she was like this country girl and all that you know yeah. what I mean but it just seemed for me like obviously we've just been talking about it so maybe I'm being like small minded saying like she just come out of nowhere with all these tunes obviously she's appealing to people but you know and fair play to anybody who's doing what she's doing because I for one know how fucking hard it is to do that and like I've got nothing against her as like a person Yeah. but like I just can't cannot listen to them tunes Not do you know what I mean it's just fair. like I just can't it's just after like the same, the same lyric comes around third time in like forty five seconds. Chris nearly got chucked out of one of our live shows for running across the tables and to be a killer to a to a Taylor Swift song. I have this. You're not the only ones. I have this argument with my mates on the coach. The, the lads on the coach used to actually when she was like, they know what all them songs were coming out. They used to all play Taylor Swift and sing it to me at the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You're all 25 years of age. You know what I mean? Why are we listening to Bowie? You know what I mean? yeah, we should be having it. Why are yeah, we listening yeah, to Taylor Swift? should be fighting with Leeds now when you're listening to Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? the position of it, though, you know what I mean? Because everyone comes to like a live show or something and you expect something. Don't expect me coming out to shake it off. No. Taylor Swift, you know what I mean? Or no. a fucking ba- Barbie girl was another one I come out to. Yeah, I come out to. You know, I, come out to I think that's funny. Yeah. Like that's just I, me. Like I come, come out, out to Ducktales once. I come out to show me love. Do, 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 do you know where uh, the last three? Because I've taught Scouse anthem. Do you know what I mean? It's like it is like actually the Scouse anthem, isn't it? I think show me love. Yeah. You know when you how many times that comes on in a party and people just start dancing and you, every girl in the venue. So baby, if you want me, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, I just thought, you know what, like, that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be this scouse. Well, I am, you know what I mean? This scouse sort of artist who's writing about life in Liverpool. So to come out to, like, a timeless scouse banger, basically. Perfect. Yeah, Yeah. it's perfect. What's your second page? My second page. We've gone on. My second page. I just want to go on that one. I want to. I want. I need to make a confession. I've been doing all this. I'm going. Yeah, it's horrible when people like this. People demanding to play songs. The Lightning Seeds played the Cream on the Millennium, and they didn't play Football's Coming Home, and I was fucking raging. What does you now think about that? Still raging. The okay. fucking Millennium, Chris. It was the Millennium. They yes. played Football's Coming Home. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem. I mean. <laughs> they, they didn't want to play it in Qatar. Yeah. They didn't. They weren't going to, and like they were told to basically. Uh, I think it's the problem. Problem maybe they might not have played it. Is it's the whole idea of we're not English. We're yeah, Scouts. Scouts sort yeah. of thing, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, um, which is I know, but he's very like. Even though he's not too much, but like, cause he still he makes fucking hell of a lot of my money off here. Uh, football's coming home, but like, I think that was that was the thing with him. 
But no, if we're going on to the next page, <laughs> if we've got time, <laughs> it's it's. I told it's two and three. I told them together. One is not indicating. Yeah. I'm a bad indicator, busy. Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone's driving in front of me and they just stop in the road, particularly if you've got somewhere to be. Do you know what I mean? And like, you're like. What the fuck are you stopping for? You know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, you're turning, are you dickhead? You know what I mean? And it's just like... If only there was yeah. some way yeah. you could give us some form of indication yeah. Yeah. as to which way yeah. you were going. Oh, roundabout, round, you're about oh to come God, on a roundabout. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, right, oh, I can't go, this gun's coming around. And then he just turns, and you're like, that, you, you know what I mean? Just, oh, it's just, why not? It doesn't take nothing to go. You know what I mean? So the, so a, I, I drive you don't in. even have to turn it off. No, I, it does it for you. Yeah. I drive down. I drive down fucking Wilton Road to get here, right? And there's that there's that one where they turn right to go up to the up to Wilton Hill, and you can go straight on. There's always a big queue in the left lane, and there's always some cunt at the front not indicating to go right. So I always every fucking day I get behind the cunt who's not indicating because I think he's gonna be like me. He's gonna fucking floor it and get past that big queue of people. And they meander, they don't even fucking turn. So you got yeah. the turn right lane, and they just slowly fucking edge their arse over. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, you cunt, there's a fucking lane there, you can get in that yeah, lane, yeah. why don't you get in that lane? And I can go straight on, but you're there, not indicating, fucking taking know, up two fucking lanes. And, and they're not letting me out, because they know I'm a prick as well. Yeah, and then you get round them finally, and the lights are on green, <laughs> and then you're like 10 metres away, and you think, if these change, now I've got to stop, and then they change. Do you know what I mean? It's just like... Just a little bit of courtesy towards other drivers. It might sound like a bad busy, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. No, there is, there is that, and it's it, it's up there with people who don't who don't give you a little wave when you let them go. Um, oh, oh, mate. I, you know it what? Costs nothing. Like, I, I, I think, think I've spattered my own window before, thinking it was open. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? When they haven't done that to me, you know what I mean? Absolute gobshed. I love. There's just something about. There's something about just eyeballing people because there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You can, you've got like, there's a range of reactions. You can smash into them. You can get, and I've had this happen before where we've we've come off the fireways, we've come off the fireways pub on the fireways roundabout and someone's sped up and they've obviously been flying round and they've, they've got out, slammed on in front of us, got out and this fella got his hands in the in the window, right? My me, me, me missus is driving, I'm in the passenger and he tries to get in the car. So we wind the window up and the window smashes because he's in the fucking thing. Cuts his arms. He then looks, he's got blood pissing down his arms. He wiped the blood on my t-shirt, right? And at this point, his, his missus in the car in front is going, get in, get in the car. He gets in the car and fucking floors it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What? I mean, it's hardly the perfect cry. You know what I mean? Like, like he could. You've left your blood all over me. You literally fucking wiped it off me. Left a touch of evidence behind that it was him. Like, but you know, there's a, there's a sliding scale of reactions yeah, to yeah, uh, in driving. But I, I think there's a good. There's a, it's good to have a good fume to yourself every yeah. now and again. It really gets. It's like it's like fucking singing at the top of your voice in your car. Yeah, you know, it's something super cathartic about it. But equally, that thing of just. Just wanting to react, and the flip that I've started doing recently. If you ever do something stupid, like so, like you position the wrong on the road, or you block a road off or something, and someone gets dead wound up about yeah, pull tongues at them. <laughs> someone gets anxious because because winding up someone else's road rage. Better not fucking pull oh, tongues. Honestly, I'd be, like, I'd be like, I've done that before. Go. <laughs> <laughs> What are you gonna do? You fucking wait to. They're like that. You can see them just like they're on the way to work. They're late for work. They're busy. I'm just there in my trackies driving around taking me time. Yeah, just yeah. give them the give but them one of them. Do you know another thing I don't like? I don't know whether it's because like I'm a young lad and I always look like I've always looked like a young lad behind. You know, I'm 26 in April. Like I'm that young. Yeah. But like you know, in what? your prime, older women like sort of 
drive towards you and like two way street and like they look at you and just like sheer disgust at the fact that you're driving a car and you're like what have I done like who the fuck are you looking at love do you know what I mean I don't know whether it's just me thinking that they're looking like that but it seems to happen an awful lot <laughs> uh, honestly don't uh, sharing a day in a car with me would be an eye opener you know honestly god my bed is like my bed sits in the car with her hand on the thing you know, this that. is my Alan Partridge yeah. style pitch show Yeah, it's fucking car- carpooling with Jamie Webster oh Jesus Christ honestly god and then the last thing, my last page before we go all teetotal about like cars and shit like that, is when you go into a shop, like particularly a garage or something like that, and you're stuck behind them and you like you're in a rush and like you, you need to pay for your petty or you just you you know you need to get a drink or something like that. Whatever you've got footy and you're late but you haven't got yourself a bottle of water, so you've nipped in the shop with your your footy. You know what I mean? Your footy webs are half tied and everything, and you're like, oh, you know. And then this fellow's like, yeah, 20 lamb a bottle of day, please, lads. And he gives him a, and a lighter. Two number sevens, like, as he's coming back. One number seven? Yeah. And, and a another, another number, number seven. And a consonant, please, yeah. Carol. Then, then a lucky dip, lads. Um, oh, I forgot to get a drink. You know what I mean? He goes and gets a drink. And you just stood there like, come on, mate. You know what I mean? And instead of just saying, right, I'll have 20 ciggies, a lighter, Two lucky dips, a number seven, and an echo, please, mate. And it's like the fellas, like, okay, yeah, I can get all of that in I, one trip. I've been worked behind the bar yeah. for like ten oh, years of my life. Drinkers. Yeah, it's the I'm, ones you order it last when they order a Guinness, and I'll you're have like, a Carlin, and uh, and then I'll have a Foster's, and I'll have a double G and T, and I'll have like one of one, and they go, and a Guinness, and you're like, are you fucking taking the piss? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's the people who do that are up there with people who conduct their weekly business at the the only cash point near your house. Oh, so that the worst one for that is Belle Vale, like. There was always one cash points, and there'd always be seven people, and they'd spend half an hour at the cash points. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you looking for lottery numbers here? Oh. Or kidney, number pad or yeah, something? Like, take good. all day. Yeah, definitely. It's annoying when people. Do, I, I remember going to it, I was working in like. It was around Leeds Way, but it was like a sort of like a village just outside Leeds with this field where, you know, and I can't for the life of me remember what it was called. But I remember going to... Wakefield. It, it, it was, it was it Wakefield, no. <laughs> I've worked in Wakefield, but it was like, honestly, it might have even been like... Skipton. Uh, uh, could have been Skipton, actually. Could have been Skipton. But, um, Nailed that. Yeah, could have been. <laughs> um, and I was at this cash point and there was this, like, uh, our fella there and it doesn't matter whether you're young or old or whatever, you know, everyone can use a cash point. <laughs> I'm not saying that. So he's got, like, his card out with through like the money and all that, puts it back in. Next card comes out. Do you know what I mean? And he'd done like four cards. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, for fuck's sake. You only man. got in the queue once, mate. You should get them back yeah. if you want to do a but second it was, like, card. Four <laughs> times round and 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 he wasn't like being quick about it in any way, shape or form. And what was the it was it was like Yeah, it was like literally he was like putting his money away. Sheila! Sheila, what's the pin for the joint account? Yeah, yeah. What's the pin well, for the joint account? Hey, But he was like putting his money in one pocket, then getting his next set of money out, putting out another pocket, then looking for the other money that he took out, you know what I mean? And it was like, should have someone with you here, mate, really, you know what I mean? I used to do that pin number thing, you know, like I'd shout phone numbers out or something, you know, before, like contactless. So I'd sometimes be in the pub and just they'd, they'd put the thing in, he'd put the card in, and I'd go 6271 like that and look at them and their face. And I'd never give them my pin number. I'm just saying four numbers, but just watching someone's face, they're like, 
Oh no! So many spin on there. I'm like, yeah. you're not fucking doing nothing. I've gone the other way. I've gone. I've become Lindy so paranoid about my pin number that I'm. I, I like think different numbers while I'm pushing it in, <laughs> just in case anyone's case on a higher a, level. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Very difficult to think four different numbers. It's while you. That's what you're fucking. You're changing your pin every week at the fucking bank machine in Belvoir. That's why I'm queuing up for fucking ten years. My bird does that to me though, because like, she'll go to me. Yeah. Like, I've got two cards, so she'll go, oh, I'll take, keep all your business cards. I'll take your personal cards. You know, like, if she's going, like, we're in the airport or something, and I'm like, oh, I need to go here and get this, and she's like, well, I need to get this, yeah. Just gives you a personal card, and you, you've got your business one, and you cash them in case you need it, don't you? And you're like, yeah, it's sound. And she'll walk away and go... <laughs> and you go... <laughs> and she's like... And you're like... Four, five, three, one. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's like, next one. And she's away and you're like, fucking hell. Just a massive anxiety yeah. then watching anyone who gets up yeah. from the seats they're to like follow her. <laughs> Where are you going, lads? You know I thought I'd be pissed. Sit down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's last call, mate. No, you know what I mean? On the multiple <laughs> card thing, I, I, the only conscious situation is that we've all been there where it's the week before payday and you're meant to go out on, on, on town and it's scraping, the, going to a Barclays to scrape every five out of every oh, bank account that you've got. Yeah. So, you know, I, used to, I used to live in Leeds, like, and um, I used to, I was, I was terrible for, for money, like, and probably still am, to be fair, like, but we, I found out that back in, like, the year 2000, 2001, whenever it when, when was it, 2001, 2002, mm-hmm. basically petrol stations were set up completely differently because you'd always put the petrol in the car first. Mm. So they would just take your money. So I basically lived over my overdraft for two years, give or take, just on the petrol station supermarket shop. Because you could go in there, you could buy like fucking anything you want. And the card machine was set up that it just took the money out of the bank. Like, and I was just like fucking all, all the time, like so far over my overdraft. It was ridiculous. Like, yeah, great times. Great times. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of those things, like a uh, Jerry Seinfeld line about how there's like day guy and night guy. And night guy just fucking ruins day guy. You know, he, go, he goes out and gets fucked, and day guy's got to pay the penance for it. That's young Chris and responsible Chris. I like, for me, I'd like to have it. I'd like to get a loan, please. And they're like, no, because you got cunted for four years in university and spunked all your money and everyone else's money up the wall. And now we don't trust you. It's like, fuck, damn, again, for what? For a load of nights I don't remember. Anyway, um, mine yeah. was always a chicken tikka sam- sarni and a fucking chocolate milk. That was it. And 50 quid to go on the, 50 quid to go on the lash. 50 quid to pass to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. The um, Okay, just a, one thing I wanted to bring up to you. I, I, it, didn't, it didn't crop up, but I wanted to talk to you, Jamie, because you've become... You know, you've become a, a household name, particularly in Liverpool and around the world with Liverpool fans, that you've entered into this new territory um, where you've become, you, you were parodied by um, by Bleacher Report. Oh, fucking hell, yeah, remember that? Let's give it up for Jamie Webster! Who the hell is Jamie Webster? You don't know Jamie Webster? Mo Salah, Mo Salah, my heart is full of Liverpool. And if I die, I hope I go to heaven. And heaven is actually Anfield, and God is Robbie Fowler. Mo Salah, Mo Salah, I love you so much, I will eat your poop. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was in there with some good, good company, like, but I was thinking... 
Why are you, are you being so nasty for? Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, <laughs> there was two they got this ongoing cartoon series called The Champions with, and they've got this thing about Liverpool being a bit annoying because we're because and I get it. I don't. I, no, you would hate us if you were us. When you, you take a step back, because I, I, I hear this means more, and you get it. You see Liverpool, and Liverpool do. You know, we, we've got we don't have fans. We've got family, family and all this yeah, kind of stuff. Like, and I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. And then when you take a step back, you're like, oh my god, it's a bit on the yeah, nose. Some call it a stadium, we call it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they had you, uh, 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 Webster, come on, talking about on. eating Mo Salah's poo. <laughs> <laughs> I never ate Mo Salah's poo. Uh, do you know you what? If it was put on a plate, you know, we just ate that fucking pate. <laughs> so better than you know what I mean? uh, Like, it might not be too bad, but uh, not saying that I'm open to it. By the way, but yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Can I, we this, got this audio over I just got told to watch this, and at first I was like, right, okay, it's just one of them shits, like cartoons that they make. And I was actually enjoying it because it was like quite funny. Like, so did, when you watched it, did you know you no, were No, not at first. I was like, <laughs> now we have the special guest, Jamie Webster. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was like, what have I agreed yeah, to? And it was like, you don't know Jamie Webster? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just was like, whoa, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, here I am. Well, I do have quite a big head, so they've nailed that. One tens on. Yeah, and then the, the, the voice come out, and I was like, I'm not a fucking cockney. Hang on a minute, you know what I mean? That, that was the main, the, the main thing that granted on me, was they could have done an over-exaggerated Scouse accent, and I'd have been like, I'll take that every day of the yeah. week, do you know what I mean? It's the Cockney accent, I was like, cheeky bastards, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like pe people from London are lovely, like, you know what I mean? But, like, I'm not from London, I don't talk like that. And the fact that loads of people have seen it, and it was just like, I was a bit pissed off, because I thought, like, fucking hell, it, like, the likes of Mo Salah and Klopp and all that, don't look at that, because they've got no need to look at that. They're, getting, they're, they're living in, like, fucking... You know what I mean? State of the art houses, like in absolute luxury. And like, here I am, sat in like a little four by four studio off Vauxhall Road, trying to write a couple of songs, watching these fucking people just absolutely taking me off. But it was funny at the same time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was like, I was watching it and I was thinking, God, shite. But then I found myself laughing at the same time. So I was like, you know what? Do we haven't like. They've not got it's, out. A, it's not bad. It's, it's not, not bad, like they've gone they? out to like go. Oh, I'm gonna make this make a cunt out of this kid. It was just like part of the story. And like, do you know what? The, the more I looked at it and thought about it, I thought if you weren't a Liverpool fan, yeah, and and you you'd seen like what I'd been doing over the past couple of years, that's the conclusion you'd probably draw from it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you you wouldn't watch it long enough. To actually, you know, take in the story and you know what sort of gone on, you know, and how like it's been embraced by, and how I've my sort of story of being a fan first and coming into all this next, you know, or, organically through it rather. It's just look at that knobhead there singing Liverpool, singing Nursery Rhymes to fully grown men. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It is, and and I understand that. So it did that after a little while. But they all want that as well. Yeah, they all yeah. want that there. Oh, of course. Did you hear? I mean, you won't because you were in Madrid. You were obviously so. Yeah, you had you had your itinerary. Yeah. you're a busy boy in Madrid. Yeah, but right. I, we were walking around the streets, and but we're going past like clutches of Spurs fans, and listening to what they've got to offer. Their song, they've got all the standard Premier League songs that every Premier League yeah, team's like, got. We've got him. We've, we've got, got him. him. Yeah, he's one of our own and yeah, all that got, shit. Yeah. And then they've got a couple of like Cockney ditties, and that's it. It's my. I I, I think it's my. I, I find it hilarious how wound up fans of other teams get. Liverpool fans have parties in like 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 Munich 
we had a big party before it. What was it? Was that a quarterfinals? Yeah. Last sixteen, yeah. whatever you know, quarterfinal yeah. game. Yeah, it was insane, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, well, last, last sixteen. But anyway, yeah, we were at a, a, a big venue in in, in Germany. Yeah, full two of and a half thousand people probably in the surrounding and stuff like that. And yeah, that, that that's the kind class. It was like. Like, I don't know, I suppose most, we have got a European pedigree as, like, a Liverpool footy team, you know, so I think the days of people going going over to all these places in Europe and, like, seeing the sites going to the bars and all that, like, we've been to pretty much every fucking place, do you know what I mean? Or most most of the people in the generation that are following Liverpool now, all these places that we'll go to in the Champions League, we've been to them, yeah. you know what I mean? We, we know, we know what they're like. So the fact that we can now, people are looking for something a little bit different with Liverpool fans, you know what I mean? People are looking for somewhere to, well, like, well we've, all, we've all stood in that square from 15 times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've all been to that boozer 15 times. Well, yeah, there's a boss night on. In a few years, it'll be, oh, we've been to that. We've been to a boss yeah, night here yeah. 15. It's we'll just go see the sites. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? There'll be something else. But, like, I think it is. It's that, it's that law of something different and... It's also the fact that, you know, like dads and lads going on them trips, it's like something that they can both enjoy together. Yeah. You know, a lot of them, a lot of the sort of hardcore Liverpool fans on the European away, maybe when I say hardcore, I mean like more like hooligan and, you know, casual sort yeah. of people. They don't tend to go to them gigs because, like, you know, they've been there when it started up and it's sort of old news for them, you know what yeah. I mean? But like, so they'll go and do their own thing. Uh, but, for the majority of people who were there for like their first times and 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 you know going with the mates for the first particularly young lads going with the mates for the first time you know it's something with they, they can feel because sometimes they don't have tickets so yeah. it's somewhere where they can go and feel part of the day if you don't have tickets or, or, or at best you're probably not even sat you might have tickets but not sat together yeah, you've got exactly. somewhere you can go and have a fucking and, and have a be, be part of something together and then there's the like you say there's the the dad and the dad and lad aspect of it who like you know where you could take your lad with you and you could get absolutely sloshed and still act the same as your kid. Your kid be acting exactly the same as you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, you're, both, you're all there for the same reason. There's no sort of, oh, you can't do that in here, son, or you can't do that in here, dad. You know what I mean? You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And then there's also the fact of, um, you know, European fans who, who like, want that bit of scouts so yeah, bad who, who aren't able to yeah. get to a hotel table before yeah. the game or is it the, is it 12th man you do yeah. after the game uh, no the, the halfway, house, the halfway yeah. house after but like yeah exactly for them who, who are like wow you know what I mean I've been I've, I've seen the videos on social media videos. do you want a part of it yeah and I do get that that's some you know in my first uh, thing that I spoke about in Dublin I do I do get that people obviously and you know maybe hadn't researched enough to and the, all he wanted was to be part of one of them Liverpool nights, and I'm yeah. apologetic for that that it, it, it couldn't be that way. But but you literally use capital letters. Yeah, I use capital letters, <laughs> and it couldn't. The minute I start caving in, the minute it all becomes one entity again. No, it's right, come it? too, it so I'm not going to dwell on that too much. But yeah, particularly in Europe, it's like it's something new for people to do, and yeah. it's it's a great well, way. You've got the choice. You know, you go to a square, and you're right. You can go to a square, and you can take over and sing songs. But if you can go somewhere, and it's yeah, it's yeah. It's just the, the horses for courses. Isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different. It's, it's still going to go on anyway. Yeah, it's still going to go on anyway. Of course it is, uh, but it's inclusive for like for everyone really. If you want, if, if and if you do fancy yourself as a bit of a hooligan or a hard knocking that, some of them people still do come down because it's a good way to let off a load of steam. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and like sure. and sing battle songs and shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like true. it's good. It's it's brilliant. I I, I love the European away like boss nights. Do you know what I mean? Especially the Munich one. I think. 
Munich one was a standout one other than Madrid. Yeah. But like the Munich one was definitely the standout one. That was it because it was a proper city, you know what I mean? With yeah. like proper place, proper ale. Decent I was I was saying decent great venue, fucking decent beer at one of them things were reasonably priced, which was is it? a standout. I mean, one. I don't I don't drink, I never do have a few drinks. It's always there backstage and I'm not not being cocky like but uh, to be honest, I reckon eighty, ninety percent of the times there's been beer in the the backstage room, I've never drank it anyway. Yeah. But because I'm singing, like I was saying earlier on the show on the podcast, but yeah, definitely the DL's better. And if it was reasonably priced, that's always a good thing because that's one thing we do sort of get criticism for is the price of the ale. But that's just that's just gigs as standard. Yeah. We don't we don't yeah. unfortunately we don't own these bars where we can you know dictate the price of ale. We just sort of we just you the the fact that you're getting it for free most of the times in yeah. in these European ways. So One of the things with that is, as well, people pay money for the tickets, they pay money to get over there. We don't want to charge them to come in, even yeah, though sometimes yeah, venues yeah. insist on it and say, no, we want, like, you used to charge a fiver, t- even if it's only a fiver. But you, want- can, you find another venue that let you in for Yeah, exactly, then, but we say to them, listen, you stand to take about 20 grand on this bar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't be greedy. And nine times out of ten, they're all right with it. Or sometimes they say, well, can you put a deposit down? And like we'll see how it goes. And by the time the first hour was gone, they're like, "Yeah, it is your fucking deposit back." <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So next part of the show is we we do life advice. But before we do that, where do you stand on grapes with seeds? <laughs> wow. You got grapes? No. Oh, no. you bring fucking salmon paste, I, but I you don't bring grapes. The, I'm, I want to purge grapes with seeds as well. To be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I think that, I think it's like. What's the fucking point of that. No, yeah, I mean, I think as a, as a people, I think we're past that, aren't we? I don't yeah. understand what the point of them exists anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's the old GM genetically modified haters who won't be who won't be down with fucking grapes. And because I, I, I do, I see them and go, look at the size of these grapes. Wow, what boss grapes? They're huge. And you realise when you bite into one, why they're massive? Because they've fucking got the fucking seeds in. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, don't inst- tell me you like them. No, inst- you're not buying grapes. No, with seeds no I, wouldn't, I wouldn't purposely buy. Like they might not be able to reproduce. They might be shit grapes. Might not grow a bush from them, but so what? I know, but I, I wouldn't purpose. I'm not saying I'd purposely go into like a supermarket and go, "Excuse me, love, where'd you see the grapes?" You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, like if someone gave me a grape and I bit it, would you see them? You just sort of go, I, 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 I like, I don't mind the fact that just like you know. If you're outside, especially, yeah, that's you're you're almost that's like walking, a walking the streets to cut yeah, a crocky yeah. fucking spit you're and you're not allowed to not spit. Yeah, you'd almost feel like, I, I don't know, when you know the people, when you look at like, of mice and men and that, and they're chewing the sunflower seed and yeah. spitting them out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? When you were on site, if you threw a grape in your mouth and it was sort of like a manly thing to be like, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you could do it, you could do it without looking like, like a knobhead, yeah, you yeah, sort yeah. of a hard case, you know what I mean? Like, look at me, I'm a working man, look at them fucking seeds, look, seeds, fuck off. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll so, just fucking I'll chew them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just eat them. Get all my own grapes inside me, but, uh, <laughs> no, nice. yeah, I do, I, I can, if you're in like, if you're in a nice environment, or like especially if you're in like the company of people who you, you can't really spit seeds out in front of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, then they're a twat because especially like say if I was going for a meeting, like say in Liverpool's offices and a load of grapes were on the table, I was like, sat bastard, oh, fuck. it's seeded. That's when you're like fucking bastard seeded grapes. So what can I do with this? I'm gonna have to sit with it under my tongue as normally. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Store them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, like a squirrel, like an hamster. You know what I mean? But uh, but then imagine that though, just like. Going outside and just being like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just firing them out like a Tommy gun. Uh, so, you know, it, I just think it depends which way you look at these things. It's like half full, half empty. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. If you're running so, an all inclusive 
you know, holiday package, then you want to go for the cheapest grapes possible, which are often, I guess, would be the seeded ones. That's that's mm. other than that. You know, you run the risk of grape fucking bushes growing everywhere around your place because someone's outside where they're normally having a smoke. <laughs> Fertilizing them seeds out like three grapes. There you go, all inclusive holidays. <laughs> they box themselves. Feed up. the animals. Right, Absolutely. so from that, we've um, we've got a we've got our very first life advice email in, um, and this one's just called losing my V. Um, hello fellas, I was out last night at my mate's bird house and they had set me up with their mate. All was well until I got back to her house. We proceeded to attempt the devil's tango and to my shock, I couldn't get it up. I was a crate deep at this point, but missing my first opportunity to lose my virginity is proper shit. Is this normal or am I going to have to pop Viagra's like a 63-year-old Dave who spends his dull money on cheap pills? All the best, please don't say my name. Right, well, I think the first question you've got to ask is, how old is he? Because, like... A crate. A, 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 no, a crate. I mean, I'm, you know, not taking the piss out of anyone for, for not losing a virginity or anything, but... No, if you've, not lo- if you've not lost your virginity because you've drank a crate of ale and then you can't get it up, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is hilarious, but at the same time, like... Is it, is, is it because... Is, is, he think, is he blaming the crate or is it because he's nervous and he's like... Oh, I need to get this up because of the pressure he can't or whatever else. Do you know what I mean? had them problems yourself? No, do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Sound, you know? Yeah, no. Like, I don't want to talk I, too much about it. This like, is why the age I was, I, was, I was shagging quite young, like, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, I was, I'm not talking like 10, like, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, like, you're talking teens, like, you know what I mean? I was, I was doing a bit of damage to me, like, I was... Yeah, I was and, nah, I'm not shy, lads. You know what I mean. I, I was, I used to, didn't used to mind it. All, all with females, obviously, and everyone oh, else. You know what? Actually, I need to, I need to put, pull up this. We got a complaint. Can we do the complaint? Oh, we can absolutely. Absolutely, do the. You like this? You like this? I took a, I took a screenshot of it because it was fucking hilarious. We got a, a, a complaint in because I interviewed Nikki from West Ham Fan TV, and um, they used. <laughs> but let me just let me just read it. I won't spoil it. They said. Uh, this is a genuine This is under contact reason report content. Afternoon. First, let me say how much I enjoy your podcast and YouTube content. It's helped me gain a greater appreciation of LFC and me, uh, and in many cases made me feel like I'm right there experiencing my club. Brilliant. Thank you. Uh, my concern is that from your Saturday West Ham Opposition podcast, we're at the approximate 10 minute mark. There's a reference, if I heard it correctly, to where you went to finger a bird under the stands. In Canada, that has a derogatory and disrespectful meaning towards women. Can I get some clarity on what it means in the UK? Uh, beyond that, as mistakes can happen, I look forward to continued strong content from respectable hosts. Um, so basically, Nikki said, West Ham's training facilities, they're, they're shit. I used to play footy there when I was a kid, and I went, oh, your initials still around the back of the changes where your fingers are bad. And, um, yeah, just... I hate to break it to him, but we're not the BBC, and we're not going to do nothing about that. <laughs> you yeah. can't make a good, solid finger the bird reference. It's, it's that. just like, you know what I mean? It's, it's a part of life. Oops, part of laugh. I mean, sorry, like... You know, Canada maybe maybe a different place, but like most people, most girls in Liverpool have pissed themselves with that comment. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's just like a. I think it's a funny word. You think fingering is a funny word, like in general. Even like even if you don't really know what it means, do you know what I mean? It could be like. I don't know, but I just think it's just a funny. I don't. It's think a it, rite of passage. For I as don't much even as think lads, it's sexual. I just no. think it's funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For as much as lads sit around and talk, because you do. Talk about, yeah, that's like a, it's like a, it's a 
playing the. It's, it's part of growing up. It's a first step, isn't it? Like, I mean, and I'm sure girls have the same expressions. Yeah. About, you talk about it in the same way when you're a teenager. You're talking about the first time you got. You're, you're saying first step, isn't it? Called like first or second basing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So anyway, you know, back to the back to the, the advice. I the, the crate I, thing is important. I think he needs to t- he needs to try it without the crate. Yeah. And if he's still having issues, because I and again it might be an age question because when I was around that age, like all I had to do was like look at a girl and I'd be ready you know what I mean like you know yeah, think, yeah. think about thinking about it was enough to get you there so the, the, I think the, I think the main issue he's got is he's shitting himself quite yeah. honestly about it yeah. and he's got himself too drunk and he can't get himself up because he's got himself too drunk because he's working it up to it he needs to not do that what you need to do is like when whatever you're doing whatever it is when you play pool when you're at your absolute best for me it's four pints or four bottles I'm at my absolute best at pool on four pints mm. and I'm probably the best version of myself stop there <laughs> fucking yeah. stop any yeah. more? Go go yeah. home. Or get the deeds done early. There's a good, a good, good, big tangential. I lost mine on stairs, by the way. Yeah. Because like, we were trying to get up to the bedroom and everything. Like, yeah. yeah. like, yeah. And then, and then we we did end up making it up into my mate's little brother's bed, I think, or something like that. Doing house house party. Yeah. I definitely wasn't there. Alcohol's a dangerous thing in that regard. And I remember this like so on my on my wedding day. There's, you know, you've got the break between the service and the and the and the party. Get the deed done. Get it consummated. I, I should have. I should have done that. No, way. I advised you to, and you and you and you chose not to because again, you go too far. You get too far, and, and ale can be a damage. I was thing. in the bubble. I was thinking the way I was oyster at this point. The like. expression is invincible but incapable. And that's what alcohol does to you. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to just wind it in, make it special, get some light some candles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't go out with a load of gun as well. We learned that from something about Mary. And and like if they're wearing a dress with a shitload of buttons, like my like my wife's wedding dress, like this is about fourteen hours of drinking if cat ever watches <laughs> She's fucking gonna kill me. I was so cunted I couldn't get the buttons open on a dress or so I'll go over to the tea set and I find this fucking teaspoon and I'm like popping buttons off a fucking one and a half grand fucking oh. dress like fucking that I'm like fucking ripping out the dress and all it. you don't need to do that either no. and you, and it's a good job you didn't do that to your suit because it was yeah. the only clothes you had that's true anyway T- tone it down on the ale or just you know Drink, you know, don't be drinking skull super. Don't know, don't know, don't know. Like, no, book fast yeah. on on like, that. To be like... fair, like a crate deep, like a full crate deep. What? Oh, no, we can't ask that question at all. What, what did he say? It, 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 we, uh, you need to. Uh, the question he's trying to ask in the right way is were you attracted to this person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's another thing. You're not just doing it for the, uh, the sake of. Don't do it just to do it, lads and ladies. Yeah. Do it because yeah. you really want to. Yeah, yeah. Don't just do it to tick it, tick it off your list. It helps yeah. if you give it. Make it sure it's enjoyable. Like but yeah, thing. I think a crate deep. I think you. I think if you just if you. There's not many activities that you can partake yeah, in a crate, crate deep. In. Like yeah, that's. I don't know whether you're trying to show off there or anything, mate. But you shouldn't because it's it's. I I think someone who drinks a full crate, you know, before the night's out, you just gotta be a sloppy mess anyway. So it's not an, like even in general speaking and sitting and. You know, pissing and shitting as well. Like you know what I mean. You're just gonna be, you're just gonna be a mess. I th- so, so I think what we're going for ultimately is try, try and try, before you before you go and pop fucking loads of Viagra's and cheap pills. Yes, yes, yes. Try it sober. Follow a process. Yeah. Make yeah. sure that you like women. Make sure that you like her, and make sure that you can get you, you're with the right person. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and just, just relax. I think you we've know? nailed that. Yeah, I think we've nailed that. Okay, got one, one more. Got one more. 
uh, before we wrap up. I'll try and keep this short and sweet. Call me anything, just not my real name. Please don't want to be exposed. So basically, there's a lad in my college that I've liked for over a year. I got signs that he liked me back about October last year, but I found out he had a girlfriend. I've recently found out they've broke up. Obviously, he's my mate, so I'm checking in on him to make sure he's okay, but I don't know what I should do a bit further down the line. We're both in our last year. What do you think I should do? I should also mention we have two classes together. Is this a boy or a girl who's writing this email? I, I, without exposing him, I'm going to say it's a boy. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. It is a boy. No, no, that's fine. Well, I, I can understand the pressures in that situation, not from personal experience. Can't I understand asking us for advice? I don't know why you've come to yeah. Well... I'm quite a liberal person. I've got no problems with any do that, whether it's a boy or a girl. Do you know what I mean? That's that's down to them. Do you know what I mean? I personally, you know, like girls. But if this lad likes his mate and he thinks that, you know, if you think that he's he's there with you, who's anyone to tell you not to have a go? Do you know? You what miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. As they say. Yeah. I mean, one of my things in life is, I mean, don't rush into anything, but certainly don't hesitate with anything either. Like, yeah. Uh, Accidentally flicking round, watching something, and porn comes on. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's shocking. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. Is that is that shocking? Is that too much? Oh no, we're into it. Bombs yeah. There you go. Oh, God knows I've done that shit. Oh, oh, plenty of times. Oh, here. we've oh, this, this pornography is actually falling. Falling. Men are not picky. Men yeah. are nowhere near as picky yeah. as women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you actually might be in there. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you hear lots more. Yeah, yeah, but you know, yeah. Men, men just, men just like. Yeah. Men like all men like blowjobs. <laughs> it's an important rule of life. Doesn't matter what you say. Well, you know, I've just been w- watching Ray Donovan, and it was like his grand. Have you ever seen Ray Donovan? His granddad's like this kid's Ray Donovan's dad is sort of like been seeing his kids behind his back and like you know trying to sort of bring them up a little bit himself. He says, do you like getting blowjobs? It doesn't matter where it comes from, I'm out to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was last night. Funny you said that, I was okay. pulled up, but uh, yeah. Spot on. Yeah, watch Blade Donovan if you need any advice on that, I suppose. Absolutely. If you need any more life advice in general, use the comment section underneath on the YouTube. Uh, and you can tweet us at MateXPayJack on Twitter as well. Make sure you follow that account first and foremost. And we've got an Instagram account as well of the same name. Uh, make sure you get involved with everything Jamie's doing, the tour, um, the album, get listening on Spotify. Have you got a web? You got a website? No. Just get uh, on Twitter Yeah, then. just get on me Twitter, Instagram and all that. But there's, there's two singles out there now and there's got to be... I'm really someone's words. It'll be around the end of the season. It'll come out, uh, you know, an original song, and mm-hmm. it's called This Place. It's actually about, you know, not forgetting where you come from and all that. You know, that's what I mean? on your demo CD, isn't it? Yeah, but this this is a proper produced version. It, yeah? it sounds fucking boss. It's boss on the demo CD. Nice like. one, mate. Appreciate it. But it, this, like, honestly, it blows it out the water. It's like, and actually, sends it once we've done the thing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We've got him in. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll link to all this stuff in the in the comment section uh, uh, and all that underneath anyway. But yeah, thank you very much. That is the second episode of the second series of MXP. We'll be back with more guests. Keep your guest suggestions coming as well. Uh, thank you very much. No, I enjoyed that, lads. Cheers, Cheers mate. Nice laugh. Tara. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.